Homeschooling is an epic investment of your time, energy, and on days, your sanity. Our goal is to come alongside you with weekly encouragement and practical help so you can homeschool boldly. Hello, and thank you for joining me today for Episode 9 of the Homeschool Boldly podcast brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. The magazine that makes you feel good, not guilty. Can you believe we're already in the middle of May? Somewhere along the way, someone turned up the speed dial of time and catapulted us into the next month. I don't know how, but here we are. I hope you're planning to take some time and really enjoy this summer with your kiddos. Go to the pool, go camping, have popsicles, and do some stargazing. Plan a trip somewhere if you can and take in the breathing room. Let your kids get bored and remind them it's good for their brains. Over the next few weeks, we're going to do some exploring and pondering together because when the pressure is off a bit, you can think more creatively. It's a good time of year to look back and evaluate some things. What went well? What didn't? What are you hoping to adjust for next year? I have a short clip I want to play for you where I talk about what a checklist mindset looks like for both students and teachers. Let's listen in. With a checklist mindset, it means that school looks more like a chore than anything else. And a checklist is just that. It's a list of things to check off. When education is viewed this way, students simply want to do the very minimum and move on. They don't want to explore further. They don't want to spend extra time because they're just trying to get it done as quickly as possible so that they can do what they want to do. And when parents view education like this, we tend to become the taskmasters. Did you do this? Did that get done? You know, pull out the red pen and you mark up their page and you're just checking to see if they did it correctly. Everything then becomes about a result. And we don't mean to do that to our kids, but it can happen kind of slowly because you're wanting to do a good job and you want your children to be prepared for the future and you want them to be successful and you you want them to, to do their best. But what we don't realize is that it can get away from us. It can get to a point where now we're just checking their work and we're just seeing this as a job that we have to do. And then our children see themselves as a product. They see themselves as something that if they fail or if they didn't do well, then they've lost some of their value in your eyes. In this scenario, we tend to see ourselves as the knowledge giver and the student is the knowledge receiver. So our goal then becomes to put as much knowledge in as possible. And there's safety in this method, you know, because it looks impressive and grandparents are pleased, right? We think the more information we can pour in, the more capable our student will be. So I'm gonna tell you a story about two families. And these are real life homeschooling families. One family 
decided that they were going to care more about the family members than the academics. So while they were homeschooling, they did as much of the learning as possible together. And they made it more of a gentle approach where reading aloud was done in jammies and educational games were seen as a win-win because you're spending time together and they're learning and they're having fun. Perfect. They made sure that along the way they were really caring for the hearts of their children. And the other family decided... I think probably out of fear, the mom made the choice that, you know, it was going to be about how much they could accomplish. It was achievement-oriented homeschooling, and she did everything in her power to make sure that lessons were completed, and she would scour the internet on Sunday nights to look for the next best curriculum for homeschooling, because she was always questioning if what they were doing was enough. And the children ended up feeling like it was her job to homeschool them. It was something she had to do, not something she wanted to do. And in the end, the first family, all of the children from that family that have graduated and married and have started families of their own, do you want to know what they decided? They want to homeschool their children because they had the kind of experience that they want to pass on. I love that. The other family. All the children thus far that have graduated and married and have children of their own have decided that they don't want to homeschool their children. And if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. The experience that they had wasn't any different. It could have happened anywhere. It just happened to be at home. But it wasn't different because it was at home. I think that speaks volumes. Homeschooling isn't about getting it all right. It's not about fitting everything in. It's not about occupying every moment of your child's time with something productive. Don't fall into that trap because if you do, you're gonna miss it. You're gonna miss the moments. You're gonna miss the time together. That's the best part about homeschooling. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Next week, we'll talk more about shifting our perspective so that we're seeing this home education gig in light of the long haul. Until then, have a great week. This podcast is brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. Homeschooling Today is a quarterly magazine created by real people with a passion for honesty and encouragement. You won't find articles telling you everything you're not doing. Instead, you'll find homeschooling parents who have walked where you are or are currently on the path and want to help you succeed. We want to invite you to subscribe today and join the growing movement of parents who are setting aside comparisons, taking control of their children's education, choosing courage over fear, letting God lead, and homeschooling boldly. Visit homeschoolingtoday.com to learn more.